Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. With spring racing pumping and the big races jumping, there's only one place to bet, Top Sport. And with Top Sport's new same-race multi, you'll see the odds skyrocket by combining your selections in a single bet. So whether it's the Eagle or the Derby, the Coolmore or the Cup, multiply your excitement with Top Sport. Download the app today for a faster, easier betting experience. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Gamble responsibly. It's off-season time. Time to continue our Dream Team series on Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Pretty simple. Any player, any team, any era, any competition, who do you pick? It could be your favourites, your mates, uh, the one that left an impression, or just the best of. Joining us on this edition, a fella who won a premiership, played 227 club games, amassed 10 blue jerseys, 15 green and gold ones along the way. Ryan Girdler, how are you, mate? I'm well, Andy. Thanks for having me. It's um, the first podcast I've ever done. It so, might, might be your last. And you were hard to get a I'd, hold of. I'd imagine it will be my last, yeah, but anything for you, buddy. Um, thanks oh, for having me on. God bless you. Um, best ever. It's relative uh, to who you supported as a kid, I guess. Yep. How old you are, who you played with, who you played against. A lot of guys have said uh, they found it tough to leave out mates in particular. Um, yeah. And you played, you know, with a lot of good footballers in and around, you know, New South Wales and, and Australia sides. Yeah, it's always hard to go past guys that, you know, you watched and admired growing up for yeah, me. Like um, I, I was, a, I, was a, I grew up in the shy till I was 12 years old, so I was a massive Sharkies man and I loved Stevie Rogers. Yeah. Like I just loved the way that he moved and he played from such a young age. So he'd definitely be in, the, in, in there somewhere and I was a big Michael O'Connor fan as I sort of got through my teens. So even mm-hmm. though they're – Probably not guys that you would imagine are in everyone's sort of dream team. For yeah. me, they're just guys that um, I just admired and inspired me to um, work hard and, and, you know, apply my, my, my trade and my craft as I grew through those years. Was the Prince Stevie Rogers a guy that, you know, you based your game loosely around because he was the centre, you were the centre? Oh, no, not at all because, I mean, he was so unique in the way yeah. that he moved and he played. There was only one of him. and yep. um, So, no, I, I, you know, for me it was just it was just a guy that I really appreciated, um, you know, watching and, and the way that he just made things look so easy. Yeah, um, ridiculous. And just, you know, just those sharky days at Endeavour Oval, just mm. watching him and the Sorensons and oh. all those guys back in the day was um, – yeah, it was a good childhood memory, that's for sure. Beautiful. Okay, let's start with your fullback, mate. Who who would you have at fullback? Um I'm gonna go with GI. Yeah. I'd say he's probably um you know, fr- probably the my favourite player to watch of all times, yeah. I would say. You know, just did never really got to play against him. We sort yep. of just missed him. He came on in those sort of early two thousands at the storm, but um yeah, for me I, I just uh, marvelled at, at what he was able to do in those sort of um those 2000 and sort of those origin sides and so forth yeah. and uh, just the impact he had when he left Melbourne as just a young guy and the pressure that he came to South Sydney under and then the way that he excelled and captained that side or led that side into a grand final. Yeah, incredible. And amazing. And a guy that could play one, two, three, four, five or six. Um, uh, yeah, that's, that's absolutely. That's a super talent, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, what about your wingers? Wingers? Um, wingers, I would say... You know Wendell will be listening. Wendell? 
Yeah. I have to go with the big man. Yeah. Roommate of mine and a very dear friend of mine. Oh, hang on a minute. And um, and a guy that I, I, I loved. He's just a good fun guy to play with. And Roommate? We, we room for, yeah, a couple of tours. Which hard work. F- playing for Australia? Yeah. New, yeah. New Zealand or the UK? Both. Yeah, they used to put us, like I was left centre, he was left winger. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, then before you go on like a World Cup or you go on Kangaroo yeah. Tour, you'd go to New Zealand or you'd go and play a game in mm. in um, in Townsville against, um, I think we played New Guinea up, up yep. New Guinea up there yeah, in the Kummels and so forth. So, um, yeah, just, and they would just put us together. So sometimes I'd be in the same space as Wendell in a, in a confined space for eight weeks together. I'd, <laughs> I never thought. Sometimes I honestly didn't think I'd come out alive. Well, one of us wouldn't, but um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but we managed, and yeah, the big man definitely be on one of my wings. He's a sweetheart, Big Del. We know you're listening. Uh, okay, so Wendell on one wing. What about the other side? Uh, on the wing, um, I don't know. You got any names there for me? Growing up in, in your era, I guess there were guys like Eric Groth uh, who stood out. Uh, at the other end of the spectrum, there was uh, Kerry Boasted, the much smaller, zippier-type winger. Yeah. Um, who would be on my wings? We, um, we can come back to wingers. Who, who would you have in your, your centres? Well, I'd go with Rogers and O'Connor in my centres. Yeah. Wow. Pretty uh, crazy. Then I'd go with um, – I'd go with – Definitely Wally at six. Yep. Um, I'd have to go with Tommy Rodonicus at seven. Yes. That'd be an interesting mix, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? An interesting dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy, you know, very much old school and put his hands up to whoever wanted to put their hands up. Um, Yeah, just a charismatic guy. Yeah. And and just Do you need one of them on each side? It's the guy that's just going to lead by actions. Yeah, well, well, it definitely helps. Yeah, it definitely helps. We, you know, I, that's what I always I admired Craig Gower. You know, he's a very similar character to Tommy. Yes, a lot of same um, same characteristics in the way that they they played and led, and um, the things that made them so good at what they did. Yep. So, um, you know, but Gower would be on my bench somewhere, but obviously there's only room for one halfback. So yeah. Tommy would get the spot, I'd imagine. Tommy would get the spot. Okay, the uh, back lines is Greg Inglis, Wendell Saylor, Steve Rogers, Mick O'Connor. Question mark at this stage over leave that the other for the moment. Yeah, that'll come to me at some point. The halves, Wally Lewis and Tom Radonikus. With spring racing pumping and the big races jumping, there's only one place to bet, Top Sport. And with Top Sport's new same-race multi, you'll see the odds skyrocket by combining your selections in a single bet. So whether it's the Eagle or the Derby, the Coolmore or the Cup, multiply your excitement with Top Sport. Download the app today for a faster, easier betting experience. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Gamble responsibly. Okay, what about the lock? Oh, the lock? You want to go there? Um, I'd go with Jason Tomalola. Wow. Current day, yeah. Yeah, I just, I just you know, when, uh, yeah, when he rolls the sleeves up, and we've seen a lot of it again this year, which has been so good to watch. Yeah. There's, I just don't think there's too many. And, you know, I got to play with Clyde and some of the, some of the greats mm. in that position that changed that position. But, yeah, I think Tom Lolo is just a, my, um, yeah, he's my favourite. Is he the most powerful lock you've seen? Jeez, he'd have to be close because he's a different, thicker build to the Clydes. 
the Pierces, the Brad Mackays, and 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 that oh, he's, yeah. he's a bigger frame. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the way that he's developed his game this year too has yeah. been in spot. You know, he's 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 found a pass, and and the way that he's been coached and. His game's developing, so yeah. he's just not that guy anymore, and he's yep. got a different string to his bow, which has really, really improved him. I think as a as a player, and uh, yeah, he would have been good fun to play with. That's what a ten year contract does to you for Jason. See, there's some security. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but but also you know finding the right you know putting yourself around yeah. the right the right people, and 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 it, even though it seemed to you know start. It was a little bit rocky. It seemed to have yep. uh, working out for, for him and Toddy now, which is a good thing. Yeah, best buds. Okay, what about the second row? Um, second row. Can we do front rows? We can do front row. Can we go? Because I, 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 I put the Chief in the front row. Oh, yeah. I love the Chief. Yeah, so do I. He would have been in there for sure. Uh. An old school front rower who learned how to play new school game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm. just again, just you know, just a charismatic guy and just a mm. guy that you just want to be around, right? And yeah, play with. never got to play with Chief, unfortunately. I think the game sort of split uh, in the in the late nineties there when we were kind of would potentially maybe come together. But yeah, he went ARL obviously, and then Super League for a couple of years, and then by the time we got back together, I'm not sure when he retired, but. I think he was. So you never got to play with him. Never got to play with him. Played against the chief on a couple of occasions. Yep. Actually played one day at, at Penrith Park when Knuckles knocked him out. Yeah, Craig Green. Craig Green knocked him out. Yeah, off off a. It was, it was a. I can't remember. It wasn't. It wasn't like the the Harrigan Carroll incident. Yeah. But it was something. I think it might have been a high shot. I don't know whether he got sent off. Knuckles. Wow. But, um, but yeah, he didn't. He didn't play. Much that afternoon, which was kind of a good thing for us, but um, yeah, the chief would definitely be in yeah. the pack there. He's on one side. Who have you got on the other side of the scrum? Oh, front rowers. Um, have to say Arthur. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a reasonably consistent one over the course of yeah, these. I would imagine dream teams just yeah. to. And and we're roughly the same age. We didn't get to see him play. No, I didn't unfortunately. But we've seen the highlights and yeah, the ball playing is just. Yeah. Next level, yeah, and just the stories, you know, and, yeah. and the personality that he was. You know, mm. you just need those. Guys. I mean, this side's full of rogues characters, so he certainly fits the bill there. Actually, not a bad side to head to the bar. No, with. it'd be a pretty good side on tour. Yeah, good, good touring side. Not, not everyone would return. <laughs> no, that's exactly right. Uh, some would be doing fifteen to twenty. <laughs> that's uh, right. Uh, what about your hooker? Um, um, it would have to be Cam. Yeah. Can't go past Cam. Amazing the control that he had over, a, well, over a referee but over the game. And I say that respectfully, but he knew what he was good at and he, he played to it and, and more power to him. I, I think just his ability to consistently perform in the middle of the field yeah. for a guy that he, he doesn't look that athletic. I mean, no. you know um, – you know, not being disrespectful to Cam in any way, shape, or form, but um, yeah, he's just a, just mm. an average guy that got out there and just made things look easy somehow. And it's just yeah. always, I've always been amazed at the way that he's he's been able to do that. And then yeah, he's just control and timing and the tempo and um, just the smarts on the footy field. You can't you can't have a, a greatest thirteen side without Cam Smith in it. Pat is an interesting one. Longevity alone on yeah, Cameron exactly. Smith to, to play that many games. I mean, unheard of. Yep. Such resilience. 
Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with my big mate MG on on oh, one side. Oh, he'll love that. I got to go with big MG. I missed a little bit, like when I went to um, when I went to Penrith. It was unfortunate that you know Ben had passed in '92 yep. and I signed in '93, so the wheels had kind of fallen off, as yeah. understandably after they won in '91. So never got the best of MG. I don't think we really ever maybe saw the best of MG after yeah, the incident. I agree. Um, but it was one of the reasons I signed to go to Penrith, you know, with him and Brandy and Cardi and Freddie and, and the gang. So, um, and then, you know, we went away. Then he got to play with him in the late 90s when he came back. Did, and yeah, you were still. It was, yeah, it was, it was really good. He wasn't the MG that we all, no. you know, knew and loved, but he was a different version. But, um, yeah, I love the big man and, yeah, had, so do I. you know, work with him now and, and um, he's just a great guy to be around. So it's an amazing success story, Mark Gore. And we did a legend series interview with both him and brother Maddie. But from where Mark has been to be a prominent member of the Sydney media, who holds a level of responsibility and has had amazing success. Yeah, just a good, a real feel yeah, good story. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, king of the West. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. he just understands his market and and his gyms are going really well. Yep. And, He's got a really good work ethic and I think he's just got a lot of, you know, I think one thing that he probably learnt and, and it's always, and, and it's something that I was really conscious of when I retired, you know, you can, you can, you can suck on the, the, the rugby league, you know, the, the, the tit for so long. Yeah. But at some point to get some perspective, you know, you need to step away from that yep. and you need to focus on other things in your life mm. and become a little bit more rounded. And I think MG's, you know, been able to do that, especially yeah. now with the gyms as well. And yep. family does that in a sense, but it's always good to have some, uh, you know, some different career paths. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and good on him for, you know, broadcasting and then what he's done with the gyms. And the other one without, without um, any question would be my man Gordy. Big G Talus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Still haven't got a winger. Did you? F- did he frighten you, Gordy, when you played against him? Um, I, I tell you, uh, the, 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 went away on the – I don't know what it was. You might know, Andy. I don't know if you were over there, but we are playing um, – it was just a, a – a, it was an Ashes series, and we played England at, at Wembley, I think, game one, and then we won. And then game two, I think, might have been when he had that – he stood up and he, he went to town on the – Terry big, O'Connor. O'Connor. Yeah. And then I remember and then, and then they won, I think, game two. Okay. And then I remember in the press it was all week, you know, we're coming, it was a cheap shot, he was a dog, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And, I'm, and I was just watching. We were only 23 at the time, so we are still pretty young. Yeah. And, you know, I was just watching how he sort of – how it affected him and his build up and so forth. And then I remember on the um on the day we're, we're going into the third test and it was drawn. It was at Ellen Road, so it was just feral. There was thirty thousand there, and it yep. was just chaos. You know what the fans are like there? Yeah. They wanted his blood, right? And so did. And all the experienced England forwards had come out and had, had said in the media through the week that they wanted a piece of the big man, right? So I remember he went up to I was standing next to Loz or Freya, whoever's the captain, and he came up and he ended up saying, "I'm I'm standing back off the kickoff." I want you to make sure that, you know, we receive. And he'd organised with um, with uh, Webby, which wouldn't have been easy to make sure he was at the back taking the taking the first carry. Wow. And anyway, they kicked off and, and so he just pushed off the back fence and just ran through about three of them, knocked them over, got up, played the ball and then played three, knocked them over again, 
and that was the end of the – and then we won by 30 points. And that alone, like that, those yeah. couple of moments, for me, were just something that just showed the character of the guy. Yeah. Um, so Follow me stuff, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but he just took it – you know, he was a guy that took things personally on yep. the field, and they were always great guys to be around and, yeah. and play – hard to play against. I remember when he got sent off in that Origin series, you know, I scored the try. And he was walking towards me, and he'd just been sent off. And he had steam coming out of his ears, and I knew him well. It was two thousand. We'd been touring together for years, yep. and even though you you got good relationships, there's certain boundaries. Yeah. So he's walking towards the sideline. I'm I'm placing the ball down to, to kick for goal, and he's walking straight towards me, and I'm looking at him, and he's looking at me, and I'm thinking, "Have a nice break. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy your rest, Gordy." And the closer he got, I thought, what am I going to do? What am I going to say? And I, you know what? I thought I better just let it go. And he just walked straight past me. I actually thought he walked so close to me that he was going to kick the ball off the tee. And then I was thinking to myself, if he kicks the ball off the tee, then what am I going to do? So thankfully he didn't. Yeah. And, um, and he walked off and had a shower. He mightn't have seen the funny side. He wasn't laughing. No, he wasn't. He was No, fuming. he wasn't laughing. So we've got 12 of the 13. We're, we're down a winger. We're down another winger. Okay. Um... Trying to think of the win. Well, if you're going to play, if you know, if you're going to play, you know, game without one position, it's probably best to leave the there we go. Out, right? Yeah, but I'll come up with one. It'll hit me at some point. There we go. There's and been I- some good ones. Like I love playing with with Dugues. I mean, he was outstanding. Yeah, I uh, had some really good times with Adam McDougall. Um, I love playing personally. I love playing with Robbie Beckett. Had a really good combination. Yeah. with Robbie when he played out there uh, at Penrith, scored yep. a lot of tries and. Uh, was a great player. So, yeah, there's been some uh, some good wingers come and go over the years. Lottie was another fantastic. Wasn't he? Fantastic winger. I'll update you. What uh, about, let me go with this, just one yep. from old school, a guy that I, you know, grew up and watched and then got to play with, and Rod Wishart. Oh, Let's yes. put Wishy on the wing. Another South Coast boy. South Coast boy. Love yeah. it. Just for time's sake. Okay, let's run through it. Greg Inglis, Wendell Saylor, Steve Rogers, Mick O'Connor, Rod Wishart, Wally Lewis, Tommy Rodonicus. The forward pack is Paul Harrigan, Cameron Smith and Arthur Beetson. No one's getting past that front row. And if you do, <laughs> Mark Geyer and Gordon Tallis are there in the second row with Jason Tomalolo at lock. And there was a mention for Piggy Gower, the great Craig Gower on the bench. There it is, Ryan Girdler's dream team. That's it for another Andy Raymond Unfiltered podcast. And over summer, the footy talk just doesn't stop. It's the ultimate argument starter and Mondays is Dream Team, where a current or former superstar drops in and gives their 13. Might be best ever 13, the best they played with or wish they had. Best drinkers, best looking, who knows? There's no rules, but plenty of laughs. Wednesdays, we catch up with one of the game's current players and put the spotlight on them with a collection of short interviews on a wide range of topics, both footy and away from footy. There's never been anything quite like this before, and we reckon you'll love it. On the weekend, the weekend session. Of course, you can invite any person, any era, any country or profession, dead or alive, to your place for the ultimate weekend session. Which eight do you invite and why? Our guests tell us who they've picked. We talk beers, barbecues and a bit of footy too. This is the only podcast in rugby league that speaks with the legends and not about them and we're not slowing down over the off-season. Before you go, if you've enjoyed this edition, throw a five-star rating and review at us on the podcast app you're listening on 
It's huge for us as we look to grow the brand and bring you more. Hope you're enjoying summer and make sure you come back soon, legends. Legends.